Thank you for tuning in to The Ken Burns Show right here on The BMG Network. Go to thebmgnetwork.com. That's thebmgnetwork.com so that you can check out all of the other great hosts on The BMG Network. Subscribe to all their content, their podcasts, and of course, on thebmgnetwork.com, we have The Pack Perspective, which is a column written by Ted Flint, host of The Pac-Man Show and uh, you can subscribe to those articles, or the column rather. Therefore, you'll be able to comment and give your opinions there as well. Would love for you to do that. If you have not yet rated the BMG Network on Facebook, I implore you to do so. Uh, obviously, it helps. Really appreciate it. Also, this show as well, The Ken Burns Show. If you go to Apple Podcasts, and if you could leave a review, I would appreciate that. So right off the cuff here, as many... Uh, of you probably already heard that yesterday we did lose somebody from most of our upbringings, and that is Bob Saget, who dies at 65 years of age, which is obviously, it is too young. And I, the cause is not known yet, at least from what I've seen so far. But uh, yes, we all remember him, most of us at least, from Full House, Fuller House, and I didn't see this mentioned, but he was also a host of the America's Funniest Videos for a while there, too. So, uh, yeah, too bad. It's very sad. Is, 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 you know, obviously, there was a statement left on foxnews.com from his family. And they say, we are devastated to confirm that our beloved Bob passed away today. He was everything to us, and we want you to know how much he loved his fans, performing live and bringing people from all walks of life together with laughter. Uh, so yeah, uh, the cause of death is to be determined. And it's, it is too bad. And it gives you some perspective when you, when, you know, somebody that you grew up with essentially on your TV screen dies because it, it does. You start to realize um, we have those moments that life is not as long as we think it is. And it's why I want to talk about what I'm going to talk about today. And that is why you have to be vigilant. You have to be prepared. You have to be ready in season, out of season. And you have to be discerning of what is a lie and what is the truth. What are the facts? And real quick, not to get off on a tangent, I never mentioned this last time. I meant to, that we lost another incredible, beautiful person. And that was Betty White, who, awesome, awesome actress, but fantastic, classy lady. If you have not Checked out some of her blooper reels, uh, especially from her recent uh, work. They're hilarious, and I, I implore you to do that. Uh, she is, she is, uh, she was hilarious. She really, really was. Anyway, I'm gonna start with an article from FoxNews.com, and it's entitled "This Game On Between Biden and Trump as President Appears to Give First Speech of the 2024 White House Race." Uh, so I'm gonna read some of this for you because there's a whole point to this. I promise. The starting gun in the next White House race doesn't fire for 10 more months until after the 2022 midterm elections. Most of us know this, but President Biden's most um, muscular comments to date regarding former President Donald Trump as Biden gave a much talked about address in Statuary Hall marking the one year anniversary of the 
you know, quote, deadly attack on the U.S. Capitol. It appeared to serve as a preview for a potential 2024 rematch. And if that's the case, that fine. I, I guess we'd love to see the uh, rematch there. And I would think that most people would be begging for someone like Trump to come back into office to see America again. I'm just going to read a little bit of the quotes uh, by Joe Biden at uh, this, this event here. It says this, We must be absolutely clear about what is true and what is a lie. Right there should tell you something. I think by now most of us with a brain know that we've been led astray by this guy and this administration in an unfathomable way. A couple examples. Just look at the Jesse Smollett case. Look at this vaccine hoax, meaning what they're saying about the vaccine and the unvaccinated. Have you ever watched any of the press conferences with with, uh, Jen Psaki? She can't answer any of the questions at all. She has no answers. She just says whatever to veer away and just continue to say, oh, the president's doing the best that he can. Well, the president doesn't wear a mask. Is that okay? Ask the reporter. Uh, well, the president, I don't know what the circumstance was, but blah, 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 blah. Anyway, back to what the president said here. And here is the truth. The former president of the United States of America has created and spread a web of lies about the 2020 election. So he goes on to say all this stuff about the, the rigging and etc. And he goes on to say he's done so because he values power over principle. Because he sees his own interests as more important than his country's interests and America's interests. And because his bruised ego matters more to him than our democracy or our constitution. That's hilarious coming from him. Or anyone in this administration. And I'm pretty sure... Most of you know that by now, meaning that he, he's the one, he's talking about himself. <laughs> but politicians, of course, say what they have to say to make it look like or sound like they're for you when they're obviously not. And we have caught him, Mr. Biden, in a web of lies. And in that web is Pelosi and Schumer and AOC and all the other cohorts surrounding them. They're all in a web. And honestly, I think Trump was the spider, so to speak, that they were afraid of and are afraid of. That's why they just keep knocking him. But thankfully, <laughs> Trump does not, does not go down. He doesn't go down without a fight either. And by the way, that fight is for you and me and this country because he does love this country. And I think he proved himself in the four years that he was president which those four years went by way, way too fast. But I mentioned this article because obviously the January 6th just passed. Um, they're still, still holding people captive in a, they call it a pod right now, of these people they don't know what to do with really, of this so-called insurrection, which if you haven't read the, the latest article on the bmgnetwork.com by Ted Flint, I encourage you to do so. He talks about the insurrection hoax. And he gives the definition of what an insurrection is. And you tell me if it lines up with what happened on January 6th. If you say yes, with all due respect, when you put the facts together, you'd be a liar. But we see all of these lies come out of this administration. They've called the unvaccinated the problem. They've skewed the numbers of the, peop- of the deaths of COVID cases. 
that conspiracy that they called it a conspiracy theory was brought to light and it's no longer a conspiracy theory. They were cooking up numbers to make it look like it was worse than what it was. That's all come to light now after two years. You can read it for yourself. There's a brand new article out this morning actually talking about how the, the, the uh, numbers were cooked up. Now, many of those patients had nothing to do with COVID. And we all knew this, yet people were being banned from Facebook, their comments, from Twitter, their comments were taken down because it didn't line up with the narrative. Same thing with the, uh, the George Floyd case. With all due respect, when you watch the full video, the full video, and all the facts surrounding the case, people think that they, oh, he was just pulled over for no reason. They were just harsh to him, but if you watch the full video, he wasn't thrown to the ground. The autopsy showed that he was on drugs. He wasn't this great hero that everyone for some reason was making him out to be. Go look at the full video. You can go to onwokennarrative.com. That's onwokennarrative.com. Check it out for yourself. I'm not going to talk about that though. Point being is a left is constantly, and I keep saying this, but it's so ridiculous. They keep mentioning January 6th. The Republicans, the conservatives, they're just so bad, yet under their leadership, meaning the Democrats and the left and the progressives, there are real riots happening and have happened. Burning down cities, people being killed and shot. Look at Chicago. I'll keep mentioning that over and over again. But they, it doesn't make the news. We all, we're listening to this right now. We know why. But because they, you know, essentially own the media, they propagate other things to make it look like they're the good guys. And people actually fall for this. I pray you're not one of them. And if you go to onwokennarrative.com, you'll see some, uh, this is a fantastic article, which is entitled 2021's Most Outrageous Hoaxes. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. And it says, despite the MSM's biased reporting, truth has prevailed. And it always will, by the way. And they give you a review of the 2021's most outrageous hoaxes. And I'll go through all of them in a minute. But first, I want to say, which relates to uh, the insurrection, so to speak. It wasn't. And this is number six off the list. It was Trump supporters did not kill anyone at the Capitol. Listen to this. The MSM led the nation to believe that January 6th was a coup. Contrary to this narrative, Trump supporters did not kill anyone on the 6th. In fact, only Trump supporters were killed, including Ashley Babbitt, who was killed by an incompetent Capitol Police officer. And guess what? There has still been no justice. So because of that... Look at the debacle that's going on right now. Everybody's up in arms about this. But they don't say boo about everything else that's happened. About the, ba the actual bad guys. They knock down Kyle Rittenhouse. Make him out to be the bad guy. And they jump over hurdles and through hoops to do whatever they possibly can. And make it as outrageous as possible. Bring this fiery storm down so that we can feel guilty and bad about Kyle protecting other people. But all the people that were injured or killed were not so good. George Floyd, with all due respect, who we now have a statue of, was not so good. In fact, none of us are, but many people live in, in, in a way that is intentional and intentionally bad. Making mistakes is one thing, but intentionally living in a way 
that is detrimental to those around you is not good. But anyway, speaking of January 6th, here is a press conference that occurred on January 6th with Representatives Green and Geetz, who held a press conference for a Republican response to expose the truth about the January 6th, 2021 protests. Listen to this. Requested a larger room, but this was the largest room that uh, we could get from Speaker Pelosi. So if you're uncomfortably cramped and not appropriately socially distanced, no, that was not by our hand. Uh, Congresswoman Green and I are not here to celebrate January 6th. We are not here to obsess about it, but we are here to expose the truth, to ask key questions about what happened on January 6th, who animated the violence, the extent to which the federal government may have been involved. We know this, January 6th last year wasn't an insurrection. No one has been charged with insurrection. No one has been charged with treason. But it very well may have been a fedsurrection. We are very concerned that we have sent letter after letter to Attorney General Garland and FBI Director Ray to simply get to the bottom of unexplained circumstances where people are on the FBI most wanted list from January 6th, and then they fall off of that list. Uh, FBI Director Ray was asked under oath before the Congress about the federal assets and agents that were on the ground on January 6th, and he wouldn't provide clear answers. Attorney General Garland was asked in the Judiciary Committee by my colleague Thomas Massey about Ray Epps. He could have cleared up that circumstance and resolved these questions, but he declined to do so. It seems that senior officials in our Justice Department have no problem giving long speeches to try to politically target and smear those they disagree with, but they don't answer the questions that can get to the truth of what really happened on January 6th. Now, doesn't that sound familiar? I was mentioning, just look at the press conferences. Same thing, they don't really answer the questions. And they don't answer the questions. They put, they, they put Biden up on the news speaking and looking like a, a lunatic. Scary with that weird Joker-like smile. Whether he's whispering or whether he's just in a terrifying way encourage us to get vaccinated without any real rhyme or reason to, except that's what they're telling you to do. That's the way they answer their questions. By either ignoring them or, you know, detracting from or looking towards something else or moving on or answering it in a very you know ambiguous way meaning leaving a lot of ambiguity there when we have to once again fill in all the missing pieces ourselves it's kind of like when you're thinking that you're something's wrong with your body you don't know what it is you go to the doctor they don't really tell you much sometimes it's no offense to the doctors it's just they've got a lot going on sometimes and they can't look inside your body sometimes you have to be kind of a an advocate for yourself figure and, and go on the road of uh, of uh of research yourself not on google by the way because on google google will tell you that you're dying i think most most of you know what i'm talking about not a good thing to do they don't really give you any answers they just say well it's either this or you're dying so but anyway it is essentially the same thing we need to get to the bottom of these of these questions that have been asked meaning we need to have the answers to the answers are there it's already there but they don't want you and me to know them, but we already do. Again, when you compare something like that, which was not as hectic and crazy, nothing like the rioting of Antifa 
and Black Lives Matter matters groups, when you compare that to those things, it's it's a it's a blip. It's a blip. It's just a speck. But because President Trump was there, because President Trump was arguing that he did, he believed he he won the election, whatever the case may be, whether he did or didn't, they did not want him in office. And everyone that surrounded Trump and believed in Trump, remember the deplorables. That's you and me. They don't want us to be a part of that movement because guess what it does? It stops them from moving forward. And one of my colleagues on the BMG network, Adrian Ross, on the Adrian Ross show talked about this, about the how the end for them justifies the means. So they don't care how they have to get there. They will do whatever it takes. And it's, it's, it's hilarious that if anyone on the right did that, guess what happens? Consequences occur for them, but not for the left. They're not held accountable. They proclaim that we must be held accountable. We have to hold people accountable, but they themselves are never held accountable. That's quite clear. But real quick, before I go on to that article that I was going to tell you, I was going to read all of the, uh, the hoaxes on the um, onwokennarrative.com page. And I will in just a second. I want to I want to read this quick article from uh, talk about this quick article from Megan Kelly actually on the uh, DailyWire.com on their news feed. Fantastic article. Uh, it says we have been lied to. Megan Kelly slams bureaucrats like Prophet in quotes Dr. Fauci raking in the cash. Listen to what she says. This is my point on being you know living under perpetual liars. Megan Kelly this week laid thankfully into bureaucrat. Prophet Dr. Anthony Fauci for lying to the American public regarding protocols and realities on all things COVID-related, setting flip-flops on quarantine timelines, cloth masks, and vaccine protection. She says, the truth is that, quote, 10 days for quarantining was a made-up standard from the beginning, as was the six-feet distancing rule, as was the cloth mask rule, as was the 70% of herd immunity rule. She says, I can go on. The point is, we have been lied to, we have been actively misled, we have been led around like mules on a tether by government bureaucrats like Fauci, who wants to shut down your job while he makes uh, north of $400,000 a year, and I'm sure it's more than that, actually, from all the kickbacks. And we learned this week, is set to retire with a pension of over $350,000 a year. Again, I think it's much going to be much more than that. These people want to muzzle your kid all day at school while they parade around maskless at dinners, AOC, and the Met Gala. And of course, yes, she was referring to uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And I'll just go on a little bit more here. It says they want to scare parents into sticking an experimental vaccine into their kids' arms over and over and over. Not one, but two shots, and then a mandatory third. Or no sports or school, or indoor fun of any kind, despite the data that unvaccinated young people face a risk far less severe than that of fully vaccinated adults. See, these are facts, not because she's a scientist, but because guess what? She looks at the data from renowned scientists who are blowing the whistle on these liars like Fauci. If you have not yet, and I encourage you to do this, if you have not yet listened to the podcast, with Joe Rogan and Dr. Malone. Do so. Do yourself a favor and do so. When you listen to the history of this man, Dr. Malone, and his knowledge, what he's done for a living, and then listen to what he says about 
the vaccines and COVID, I'm pretty sure, actually I'm positive, unless you're incredibly prideful and want to stick to your ways, you're going to realize that Fauci and the rest of them have been lying to you and me in a major way. And by the way, guess what? Uh, Actually, this is just news that just came out from the Epic Times uh, just a little while ago. It says, uh, Omicron first ray of light toward COVID-19 turning endemic. And a UK scientist points this out, actually. Uh, A British doctor has forecast COVID-19 evolving to become less severe and endemic. And we've seen that in the Omicron. It's not as severe. What does that mean? Well, one of the things that they're talking about here, and I'm not going to go into the whole article. I just saw this, so I want to mention to you and give you the information, is that because it's kind of already been widespread and it's evolving, people are, you know, our bodies are adjusting and the variants are getting weaker and weaker. It doesn't mean that it's going to go away. What it means, though, though is that it's going to be something like what we, what we get on a seasonal basis, like cold and flu. But you probably won't hear that anywhere else. So... You can, you know, take it for what it's worth. And by the way, uh, I'm definitely going to read this uh, other article to you real quick. But all of this to say, again, from what I said in the beginning, life is short. We can just live it out and just let everything just go the way that it's going and say nothing and just be indifferent and apathetic towards it. Or we can do something. What would Christ do? Spoke truth. And he stood against the grain. He didn't flow with the current. When we do that, guess what? People take notice. Yes, and you get a lot of hate, but people take notice because you're wreaking havoc just by standing and speaking the truth on their plan, on their way of life. You're tampering with their narrative and unfortunately what they're in love with. And remember what the Bible says. In Matthew 6, 21, it says this, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I don't know what their treasure really is, if it's money or power, but it's apparent where their heart is because they're wearing their heart on their sleeve. You just got to open your eyes to it. We can't just live this life in a way that's careless, that's not vigilant, especially us parents. We love our kids. We have to stand up for our children so that they too will stand up and fight with truth, by the way, which Trump was essentially saying on January 6th when he said we need to fight like hell. Not at all did he mean, and we all know this, an actual fight. He meant with truth, with facts, we fight back. It's a very, very well-known, well-used statement in many, 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 many circumstances and has nothing to do with fists. Okay, enough tangents. Here you go. 2021's most outrageous hoaxes. Here we go. Number 10, Hunter Biden's laptop was real, not Russian disinformation. Three weeks before the election, Facebook and Twitter censored the Hunter Biden laptop story. The media, with the help of 50 former intelligence officials, labeled it Russian disinformation. Uh, Unsurprisingly, the story has now been confirmed to be true. Go figure. Number nine, the CIA manufactured the Russian bounty story. In June 2020, NYT broke the infamous Russian bounty story, despite Trump discrediting this hoax, the MSM, including Joe Biden, in the final presidential debate, escalated the story. Months later, guess what? Biden's own officials walked back this orchestrated claim. Number eight, the FBI infiltrated and led the government Whitmer kidnapping plot. The Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot shocked the nation. But did you know that the FBI not only infiltrated, but led the group? Uh, It's on BuzzFeed. If you go to BuzzFeed, 
Gretchen.com. Uh, look up the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot. Uh, very interesting. It's unbelievable. Uh, number seven, the lab leak theory is now the most likely pandemic origin. After Trump claimed that the virus could have originated from a Wuhan lab, the MSM quickly condemned this theory as conspiracy. But now, even senior Biden officials have determined the lab leak theory to be credible. Unbelievable. Trump supporters, this is number six, I read this already, but Trump supporters did not kill anyone at the Capitol. The MSM led the nation to believe that January 6th was a coup. Contrary to this narrative, Trump supporters did not kill anyone on January 6th. In fact, only Trump supporters were killed, including Ashley Babbitt, who was killed by an incompetent Capitol police officer, and there has still been no justice. Hillary's campaign, this is number five, Hillary's campaign manufactured the Russia collusion hoax. The MSM has ignored what the New York Post dubs the biggest hoax in U.S. political history, the Clinton campaign orchestrating the Russian the Russia collusion hoax. Ironically, this DNC hoax was streamed by platforms like MSNBC and CNN, go figure, which now call for censorship of conservatives for misinformation. Insane. Number four, ivermectin as a horse dewormer. Again, go watch that Joe Rogan and Dr. Malone interview. Uh, the MSM's de uh, depiction of FDA-approved ivermectin is another outrageous hoax. Remember when Rolling Stone published the completely false article claiming hospitals were overwhelmed by horse dewormer overdoses? Guess what? It never happened. Uh, number three, border agents did not whip migrants. In September, misconstrued photos of border patrol agents seemingly whipping migrants went viral. Even after the images photographer attested that border patrol agents had not whipped anyone. Hmm. Number two, in Kenosha, Kyle Rittenhouse acted in pure self-defense. After the media defamed Kyle Rittenhouse, labeling him as a white supremacist, just like they did uh, our former president, he was acquitted on all counts. Rightfully so. Number one, the shots don't prevent infection or transmission. Perhaps the biggest lie that has been spouted from Dr. Fauci and the repeated and then and repeated by the MSM pundits is that the COVID-19 vaccine, in quotes, is safe and effective. In reality, the vaccine does not stop infection, guess what, nor transmission. Duh, we've all have known this. But people still keep saying that you need to take this. Again, if you want to, go for it, but don't believe what they're telling you. And the article ends like this, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> Happy New Year. May it be filled with health, happiness, and no hoaxes. Doubt it. Biden is still in the president's seat. So get ready for another year of a bunch of hoaxes. But guess what? We can still live in peace, harmony, and joy, and truth. Because we are truth seekers, you and me. And we're going to keep talking about the truth. We're going to do so on this show. We're going to do so on the BMG Network and wherever these podcasts go out, which is everywhere. And all the podcasts on the bmgnetwork.com. If you have not yet gone there, please do. Check it out. Follow us. Subscribe. We appreciate any feedback. You can always reach out to us at info at the bmgnetwork.com. Of course, you can always um, comment uh, below on this, uh, wherever you listen to this podcast. And you can also go to the Facebook page of the BMG Network or the Ken Burns Show. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great Monday. God bless you. And I will catch you back here again, same day next week on the Ken Burns Show 
only on the BMG Network. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content. Thank you.